Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay. My oh my, what a wonderful day. What in the What's world? happening, y'all? I thought we were trying to get more listeners. What's up out there, podcast the land? one time I don't mute somebody. <laughs> That was good right there, yo. It was a thing. It that happened. was solid. <laughs> so here's the crazy thing. Yeah. So when this goes out, it'll be about a week and a half or so. But now, so Dan was sitting in on, on Drew's ordination council. Yep. And I and I and I quoted Dan Amos to Dan Amos. <laughs> I forget what it was about. And I just looked at Dan and I said, I'm gonna quote Dan. I didn't know what was about to happen, but yes. it wasn't that. Yes. Oh, and I don't even remember what that was about. And if it was well, something bad, don't say it. <laughs> no, I was just saying, I wish that was in Scripture so it could be my life first. I'm Absolutely. Just I uh, was. It was right in the I mean, this, this, I mean, for the most part, I'm fairly serious. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Friendly, but serious. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I forget what it was, but I, was like, <laughs> I, I really didn't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Whether it was an answer by Drew. Quite it possibly. was. It was. That, that it was. I remember that. <laughs> oh, oh, goodness. So, but anyway. So, hey, guys. Hey. hey. You feeling better? I am. Thank you. It's been a rough week around this joint. It's, Everybody has not felt well around this at joint. At some point The in time. three staff members, three of the four, because I can't speak for Miss Connie, three of the four have not felt great <laughs> this week. I thought for sure I was getting that. The bug. Whatever is going around dun, for the 18th dun, time. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is it. The but. stomach bug. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I'm I'm in peak condition, though. You just watch out. I'm ready to go. Now that I've said that, I'll be sick as the dog. <laughs> you see the dog come yeah. Sunday. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but anyway, so yeah. So Drew started it. Then I sort of had something going on with, well, you and I really just had migraines yeah. and, and bad headaches. My, I don't guess I can qualify mine as a migraine, but for Hank, not yeah. a fun headache. It yeah. was not a fun headache. It was it was not good. Right. Um, but anyway, so we're good now. Here we are. Here we are. Mm-hmm. It's a Friday night. What are y'all doing on a Friday <laughs> night? We're taping the Mosaic of Marion. <laughs> Oddly enough, this is wilder than my usual Friday night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you remember you remember the commercials back in the day? It's eleven o'clock. Do you, you know, know where your kids are? are? <laughs> Realize they didn't have one of those for parents because yes, they're in front of the TV dozing <laughs> off. Yes, but now we know. Now it could be for the kids. <laughs> yeah. It's five thirty on a Friday. Do you know where your parents are? <laughs> Taping a oh, podcast. Yeah, oh. Anyway, all right. So hey, if you have your Bibles, turn to the Book of Joel. And in the meantime, I'm Hank Meadows, lead pastor of Baron Baptist Church. My home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, we got uh, old Pumpkin Eyes over there. <laughs> what? I see you messed me up. I was I was gonna come in very slow, be like greetings from behind the board, and then you just completely just destroyed. old pumpkin eyes. <laughs> what? I don't understand. <laughs> you gotta put that out. What you just? I was, it checks out logically. It was gonna be, but then I thought better about it. Yeah. We have had it recorded. <laughs> All right. 
Oh this is good to be here. Good to be this here. This is starting out like a real winter. That's what happens uh, when you come together on a Friday night. Oh, I tell you. Well, here's the problem. We're dealing with the book of Joel. <laughs> this so may be the last laughter we hear for a while. So, Dan, yes. you gave us a very apt description <laughs> of the book of Hosea. Yes. I, yes. I would like, as we begin, and you're going to give us an apt description of okay. the book of Joel that you okay. just gave us again. Yeah. Mona yeah. will then Didn't have pray. quite as many sound effects. No. But, no. but it was good. And then you're going to let... So it's going to go you, Mona, you. Okay. Because okay. you have chapter one. Okay. Know. All right. Um, yeah. No, you know, the the book of Hosea was, was all over the place. Just if it was a roller coaster, hill after hill, a couple loops. This is just... If this was a roller coaster, just one giant hill, <laughs> everybody screaming, ah! <laughs> and then, then you get to the bottom, and he's going, ah, it comes back up just he a little bit. He came with sound effects. There you it. go. Matter of fact, the book out. of Hosea, I think at one point you flew out the, the yes. old coaster, and it God comes back grabbed right. you by the hair yes. and said, I'm not letting go. <laughs> You're not done yet. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, okay. That could be. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you that we can be here, and I thank you that we um, can laugh with each other and and just share this time together. And so I pray that we would rightly handle your word. Yes, and yes. Um, that's always our prayer. And so guide our conversation, I pray, and thank you for those who are listening. I pray that they would be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Um, so I, I really what stuck out to me and I, what I wanted to cover was um, chapter one and I guess 13 and really 13 and 14 for the, no, we'll, we'll go 15 even. We'll go 15. We'll get a little longer. So starting in verse 13, put on sackcloth and lament, O priest, wail, O ministers of the altar, go in past the, the night in sackcloth, O ministers of my God, because grain offering and drink offering are withheld from the house of your God. Consecrate a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land to the house of the Lord, your God, and cry out to the Lord. Alas for the day. For the day of the Lord is near, and as destruction from the Almighty it comes. And, and like I, I got a joke before we we started recording, you don't you don't hear this a lot with modern worship music. This this <laughs> scriptural basis. Um, no, what the reason I, I chose it and the reason it stood out to me is we act like. Because this day hasn't come between the time this was written and now, that we've got an eternity before Jesus's return, and and instead of responding to our own wickedness, our own filth, our own shortcomings, in relationship to to God's greatness and realizing how great that distance is, we act like oh, we're okay. We'll get our get things in order eventually. We have all the time in the world to reach other people, and but if you if you look through the lens of the Bible, the the truth, you you see signs all around us that that's not the case. The time is here, um, and so to me, it's just it really spoke to to how uh, lackadaisical we are when it comes to both you know growing our own relationship with God and also sharing the gospel for others so that on this day they're not condemned to hell. That that's that was my there there we go. 
I, I'm not getting anything. I'm trying to figure Give me out. something I'm to work with. I'm trying to figure out why he's looking at you. Like he he always looks at us. And I don't know. I feel like I either read the wrong scripture or got completely wrong. No, I'm sitting here going, I didn't know it was 70s night. Dad's got his shirt like unbuttoned over there, like showing it. <laughs> I have an undershirt. I didn't know it was the 1970s night. I'm sorry. So in other words, you weren't paying any attention to what he said. Once more, I don't know what I expected, but that wasn't it. <laughs> But here, let me set it up for you. Okay. All of that thought. If you go back to chapter one, so I did listen. I can multiply. <laughs> if you get in verse four, literally what he's saying is you just, sin takes you worse and worse mm -hmm. and worse and worse and worse. It's that old saying, it'll take you farther than you want to go. It'll keep you longer than you want to stay. Mm -hmm. All those things. Because what it means when it says the cutting, this is verse four, what the cutting locust left, the swarming locust mm -hmm. has eaten, swarming locust left, the hopping locust has eaten, what the hopping locust left, the destroying locust has eaten. Literally, each one of those eats the the roots and the, the grass and the vegetation down further and left further. Left by the others, right. So it, like if the first one cuts it down to an inch, the second one to a half inch, the third one to a quarter, the, the last, that destroyed one, and that's what sin, it's a mm -hmm. picture of sin. Yeah. It just takes you mm -hmm. so much farther. Yep. But we have this thought, like I said, we mm -hmm. never look at our own self yeah, that way. Yeah. We never have this thought of, if I take this step, what's the end result? Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, that first step, it's sin and it's bad. Yeah. But is it as... Right, if it if it appeared so drastic as it really was, we wouldn't take that first yeah. step. So it's e the first couple steps are nice and easy, and then all of a sudden you dropped it's off. The yeah, whole, Satan doesn't throw you into the deep yeah, end. absolutely. But I mean, I mean, seriously, just think about at times that we have walked away from God. Mm. How does it begin? You don't get to the far country in one big bound. Yeah, right. yeah, right. That's small steps. You, you, know, one of my greatest quotes. Of all time, that's not non non biblical. The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's true about that's, sin yeah. too. Mm -hmm. Yep. The journey to the far country, the the journey to the deepest darkest night of your soul in life begins with one step away from God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Because it makes the next step so much easier. Yeah. Does it not? Yep. Yep, for sure. And. It, by the way, on there, if you hear little toys, apparently there are little <laughs> kids outside. I, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Getting ready for Nerf and Nacho Nerf and Night. Um, and, but here in these verse, in this verse 13, as, it, as this section that Dan has read is a call to repentance, that it's starting with the priests and the ministers. And as, I, as you were reading, I was wondering, and I don't know the answer to this, but I was wondering. I probably do. <laughs> okay. Good. The sass and that okay. I, know, I didn't know right? you could fit so much in two letters. <laughs> <laughs> um, when this, when Joel was prophecy was given in the Israelite history, because it just reminded me of um, one of the, maybe it, maybe it was the first time I read through the Bible um, straight through, or one of the times when I really studied in um, the history, and what it said about. The, the priests and how the priests turned away from God and how the priests turned away from what God had called them to do. And 
it just flabbergasted me. Like, I just couldn't believe that these people who were set apart by God to be the priests were doing the things that they were doing. And so having to start with them to for repentance because they weren't holding up what they were supposed to be doing. Yeah. The other thing that, that stood out to me is our, so often our lack of response to sin. We tend to say, oh, oh, no, you know, it's not that bad. Oh, uh, look at that person did something worse. And, and here you see what what they're being called to do. I mean, this is no, uh, my bad, I'll try it harder next time. No, this is a recognition of, like you said, the, the, the constant consequences that keep coming from our continued sin. Yeah. I mean, isn't that how it works? So when you're, when you're in the midst of it, you're like, this is not so bad. Yep. We, we so... What's the word I'm looking for? Downplay our sin mm-hmm. in the moment, mm-hmm. like God's got levels of sin. Right. When he what he doesn't. Right. Sin is sin. If you've broken a law at one point, broken one of the writers in the New Testament said you've broken the entire law. Mm-hmm. Yep. But what we do is, I really believe this, and, and I know this is true for my own life. In the midst of sin, you're like, ah, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But when you really hit the point of this is wrong, then you're like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I did. How did? Yeah, you you say how did I get here, and then you start seeing how each little step brought you further and further. That absolutely. I give you another. Now this is uh, by early church father, because so often I do think we look at people that are in wicked sin, Mm -hmm. and we're like, you know what? I would never. Right. No, truth is, except by the The grace grace of God, there be I. Exactly. Yep. Yep. You know. And I'm sure at one point I was one of those guys, like, I'd never do that. Yeah. I, I don't, you will not hear Hank Meadows say that anymore in my <laughs> lifetime because I've seen too many men and women that I thought were yeah. just rock solid fall to whatever. And mm-hmm. don't don't read anything in there. I'm not, right. I'm not pointing to one particular sin. Because except by the grace of God, there yep. be I. Right. Yep. You're vulnerable mm-hmm. because I'm a firm believer. And I know a lot of people say, well, Satan will come at you where you're weakest. And a lot of times he does. Mm-hmm. That's the ones that got picked off when they were in the Exodus, where right. the stragglers and the weak, mm-hmm. they would go after them. But I think sometimes Satan goes after your strong points too. Yeah. Those times when you're feeling confident in yourself. If he yeah. can crack you one of your where you think you're strong, yep. what's it going to do to you? Because yep. if, if he does that, I'm going, well, if he can get me there, right. and yep. I was supposedly really strong right mm-hmm. there. Right. And what hope do I have for... Not yeah, over falling here. into these, right? Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, and and I don't know who said it, but I, I heard at some point it, it rings true. Is that you know obviously Satan can't snatch out of God's hand. You know, once you're saved, you're saved. So the only thing he has left is to try to make you absolutely miserable and useless as a Christian. Yeah, and so that you know he. I'm pretty sure that was in screw tape letters. You you know the reference I didn't know, and it was the reference that I was. I mean, I'm thinking that's what I'm thinking that's what it was in. Maybe I don't know. I mean, we'll I, say I, we'll you say you know yes. what I'm talking about, right? Yes. You, have you read yeah. Screwtape Letters? No. I did in high school, but I've, it's been a while. I've Mona. I've been out of high school for a while. I, I've tried. I've, I've started it many times, and I haven't. Yes. I mean, Mona. But think about what it says in John 10 about what. <laughs> Boy, that would, he's like, oh, you got, but scripture says, hold on. Over here on the left, we said, no, look at that. <laughs> scripture, just, scripture. Can I distract you from what you're saying about me? Well, it's what you said to me last night, that, that Vody Balkum quote. Yeah, yes, that was really good, wasn't it? What did it say? If if we could lose our salvation, <laughs> we would. Yeah, yep. right. 
And and what is it? And what does it say in John ten about what the um the the enemy comes to still mm. steal, kill, kill, kill and, destroy. and destroy? And so. For us as believers, that's exactly what he wants to do mm. with our faith. Yeah. He wants to steal it, he wants to kill it, and he wants to destroy it. And so that's exactly yeah. what it is. So take a technical time out. So yeah, Mona last night, man, I'm just sitting there <laughs> chilling, and I get this Facebook <laughs> message from Mona. It's from the Christmas video, man, we did two years ago. And I'm like, it was? I went, okay, haha, funny. And I'm like, that was like really odd. <laughs> and so then la- later, so like five minutes later, I get... I meant to actually send you this. <laughs> it's the well, that's great. Oh, we'll talk about it later. What those, happened? Those two are very different things. Uh, I'll explain it, it really, later. Was it really? There well, it is, right there. <laughs> Video by the Mosaic Gumarian podcast. Okay, Wait, that's not, that is not. What oh, it, that's great. All right, so we are digressing, but <laughs> did you delete it? She deleted the evidence. And I'm okay, about no. Meemaw's Facebook issues. Let's get going. <laughs> We digress. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we are like, we're like, we're getting too much like Hank Meadows. So, so Mona, what, what scripture did you, uh, yeah, so, sit out to you? we move on? Um, because it, it's kind of related, even though there's several, ver- many verses in between. But so I went to chapter two, verse 12 and 13. Um, And it says, yet even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping and with mourning and rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord, your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And he relents over disaster. So, and even as I'm reading this and connecting it back to the verses that you picked in, in, in verse 13, it says, put on sackcloth and pass the night in sackcloth. And that's the mourning over our sin. Mm-hmm. And um, so as these verses are talking about returning to God with all your heart, meaning you can't leave any of it out, um, with fasting, with weeping, with mourning, um, rending your hearts and not your garments so that it's not just an outward show, but it's an inward change that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um and as we kind of have been talking about the, you know, thinking that our sin isn't all that bad or not, you know, we kind of deal lightly with it, or even we might even just say, you know, you know, forgive me, Lord. But we, you know, when was the last time that we really mourned over our sin? When was the last time that we really um, rended our hearts because we had sinned so grievously in front of the mm-hmm. Lord? And any of the sin that we do is grievous in front of God. But um, say that again. Any sin that we do is grievous in front of God. Because I do go back to, I think at times we think it's it's, not a big deal. That's just a little white lie. Right, right, right. It's just, you know, it's it's just just a little sin. Right. Well, like you were talking about Sunday, we always go to, to, well, I haven't killed anybody. Yep. You know, um, like that's the only sin that exists, you know. Yep, yep. Um, And so, and then when it, I love, and I just love 13 because it quotes from Exodus, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And so those are um, well, don't his. don't forget, he relents. And he relents disaster. over disaster, right? And so those are the his characteristics that allow us to be able to turn back to him. Mm. Because if he wasn't those things. You laughing at Drew? No, no. I, I, <laughs> something tickled me. I'll, I'll, when you're done with your thought, I'll jump in. Well, if he wasn't those things, we wouldn't be able to return to him. All right, yeah. We wouldn't have a chance. Right. We would be crispy critters. Right, 
right? No, I had to I had to laugh because you were reading my mind once again here. <laughs> um, I was thinking, like, I, I'll get to the thought in just a second, but I was thinking of the characteristics of God, and, and especially, you know, going back to, to the course you, you did about the names of God. I'm like, Mona has got me just fixated on, like, characteristics, <laughs> and I like, I, good grief. And then, lo and behold, you come out talking about <laughs> characteristics. No, I was, I was bridging those two, the, the passage I read in yours as well, because, you know, if I, you wouldn't think of, first off, the, the verses I read really point to his grace because it's talking about be sorrowful. Be, but here's the thing. If there's no way that he would forgive us, if, if he didn't offer us that means of grace, then there'd be no reason to repent. It'd be hopeless. Right. And so even our sorrow over our sin points to the fact that that he is a loving and graceful God. Now, it also points to the fact that we lament because we realize we've fallen short of his requirement of holiness. But it also points to the fact that he offers grace. Right. So you mean? <laughs> What's that, Scooby-Doo? <laughs> that Bravo. there is grace in the Old Testament? What? You sound a little bit like the guy on um, Oak Island. What? <laughs> a button? <laughs> Boy, this is a this great is really wreck like... today, buddy. I love it. I think we shouldn't record him. Yeah, this is, man, I'm, I'm thinking about making it mandatory. Oh, I do. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is awesome, man. Uh, <laughs> what do you, I mean, let me we, guess. You want to go back more to the... I'm so glad we're here with you today. Yeah, I'm telling um, you, we need cameras a, on everybody. It's such a privilege oh. to be here. That was bad. That was atrocious. <laughs> it was so not us. I mean, the the study the content was, was great. Yeah, but yeah. The the we were too delivery. Like, how much yeah. time I got broke from? Oh, uh, uh, we got we got like ten minutes. We're good. We're good. <laughs> See, this is when I'm like you lie sometimes. <laughs> There's no way in all the stuff we've done and laughed and then discussed. Well, I'll give you seven. I'll give you seven. Um, but so hey, let me say about yours first. So let me. I'm gonna, okay. I'm yeah. gonna put a yeah, cap yeah. on what y'all said. What I have written down here when it says this. Number one, if you want to know why we need to return, you can go to Jeremiah 17, verses nine and ten. But you can go there when you when you, you guys can look that up. It tell he tells them exactly how to return. Mm. That's what he's doing. He says, return to right, me right. with all your heart. So that's the first step. He says, you you got to turn around and come to me with all your heart. But to do that, specifically this way in the Old Testament, mm -hmm. pre-Jesus, right. mm -hmm. you need to fast. Yeah, right. You need to weep. Mm -hmm. You need to mourn. And then he, and I re personally, I think he is really beginning to push the issue of Jesus coming, mm -hmm. rend your hearts. Mm. Because, I mean, I know you hear that throughout the Old Testament, but really, I feel like in these minor prophets leading up, you, you find that more, I think. Mm. Um, but it does mean, what does it mean? Give me something other than just an outward appearance. Yeah, mm -hmm. right. Oh, anybody can, I mean, I can pull a Hulk Hogan right to now. To go through those steps, yeah. You yeah. know, and, and just rip the shirt off. Right. I mean, obviously, you can, <laughs> in 1970. Um Sometimes I just wear Velcro shirts, so I can't. Yeah. No, no stress, you know. But he's like, there. In other words, there, there is. It goes back to what is really salvation? It's, it's a conviction and a change. Mm. That is what salvation. Mm -hmm. When you get to the core, it involves a conviction and a change. Mm -hmm. And we've, we've not put enough stock in that change aspect of yeah. salvation because we don't want. And I'm preaching on this. I'll have preached on it just this past Sunday. There are, I fear. 
a lot of Christians are going to hear the words, depart from me, I never knew you, mm-hmm. because they're basing their eternity on some confession of their mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But their life never changed. Never, right. Yeah. They never once repented. They just sort of had one of those moments of, oh, well, God be with me. Yeah. And they think they're good. This is the team I play for. And we, yeah. and we as pastors, you're going to be yeah. one. You're in the process of, of going through something, and I'm one. We have pastors have enabled people to because we're scared oh, yeah. to, to hurt people's feelings, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Yeah, we we don't want to be known, which I'm not necessarily. Excuse me, I don't think you have the problem. Uh, well, you know, just want to just come on in. You got smiley guy down in Texas. Everybody's okay. Fourteen ladies, be better you. You know that. I mean, who's that going to get into heaven? Right. Exactly. Well, and and we mistakenly I the. Problem is, 14 different yous is still you. Right. <laughs> They're all sinners. Yeah. Matter, yeah. Dummy. So what were you going to say? Well, the the issue we have, we've made this this uh, this fallacy of like, if, if I say, hey, something's required, and that something being repentance, I'm judging you. I'm, ju- I'm saying you haven't turned and you haven't. It's not that it's it's just us saying, hey, it's up to you whether you have or not. Yeah, your fruit will show it, but it's up to you whether you have or not. But this is what the Bible says, mm-hmm. and, and so often, well, well, it, I don't think it's in your business. Well, all we're doing is communicating the requirement. Yeah, bro, I, I'm, I'm. This is Hank. Okay, yeah. this is how my dad raised me, bro. If I'm not doing it right, I I want to go to heaven. Yeah, mm-hmm. I need somebody to look at me and go, bro. I really think you're missing the boat. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm, I, I would just sue somebody hurt me and go, bro, I don't think you're saved. Mm-hmm. So I would reflect and check my salvation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe I have the assurance. I'm preaching this Sunday about the assurance. <laughs> right. I think not to be that guy, but I can check off the boxes mm-hmm. of biblical mm-hmm. assurance of what I need to, to know Jesus. Because I, I know who I was, and I know there's been yeah. change. Yeah. And, bro, I don't need you to tell me when I sin, in a sense. Right. The Holy Spirit tells me when I do it. Yeah. Absolutely. So anyway, yep. let me let me put a bow on this whole thing. Right. Chapter um end of chapter two. I thought I was gonna get into chapter three, but I, I'm I'm gonna go here. In verse twenty five, here's what happens with the Lord always. Yes. Restoration. Yeah. Remember it started out with you, Dan, and I went back to verse four about the cutting yep. locust. Mm-hmm. I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, mm-hmm. the hopper, the destroyer, the cutter. My great army, boy, that'll preach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My great army, which I sent. Listen, you don't want to hear that right. in churches today, right. where God says, "I sent them. Mm-hmm. I sent them to hit you upside the head to get your attention." Yep. Some people may not like me saying this. If we're not careful in America. He's gonna send something like that to get our attention too. Yeah. Yep. He'll send it personally, and he'll send it corporately, yeah. churchwide. Yeah. And I don't mean Mary, and I mean churchwide. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But he always, always restores us. Yep. He because what did he say in Hebrews thirteen five? No, thirteen eight. I will never leave you. That's right. Nor forsake you. Yep. Well, the only thing he has to do then is restore us. If that's the truth, he might let us go to the far country. And matter of fact, he may even put us in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter mm-hmm. four, mm-hmm. it says the Spirit led yeah. Jesus into the yeah. wilderness. Yeah. It was. My, tell me your thoughts. I want your thoughts. You hadn't heard this. I had said this. Remember in Job, 
I heard another preacher say this, and it has been in my brain. Remember Job chapter 1? Mm-hmm. Satan comes to the throne mm-hmm. with all the sons of God. And God said, have you considered my servant Job? He does it chapter 1 and chapter 2. Mm-hmm. You know, Job's like, well, I, I would get him to cuss you in chapter 1. You know, I'd get him to cuss you, turn on you. You've yeah. got this hedge around him. Yep. Okay. Right. I'll, I'll move Lift. the hedge. Yep. Right. Some of the storms that we have in our life, yep. you think maybe it was our name called? Yep. Very well could. Yep. I'm going to put a little, little caveat on that. I'm not that. saying I'm that great of a man like Job. Well, that I was about to say, I think there are times, and that answer, you know, that, that question will always come back, why do bad things happen to good people? You know, There's nobody good. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but but those people who are firm in their faith, who who we often look to, um, I, I do think that happens. I think that, that for multiple reasons, to grow their faith, to stretch their faith, and for those of us around them to witness, you know, what real faith looks like. But then for the majority of us, we wish we were in the position to where, you know, we had that strong faith that he would say, okay, I'll, I'll lift that hitch. Most of the time it's just our own horrible decisions. I mean, James chapter one says it's our faith. But yeah, I think way. absolutely. But I just wonder if sometimes yeah. it's not because when we have been just mm-hmm. nailing it, you know, some of those yeah. mountain dogs, you're just nailing it, man. And you're just, one of your name got called. That's mm-hmm. a great picture. Yeah. I don't have any biblical evidence other than the book of Job. that it, We know it I'd can I'd say that suffices, right, yeah. Right. We know it can. Mm-hmm. We only read of it that one time. Right. But if he's the same God, there's nothing keeping him from, you know. But we yeah. do know, we read throughout the New Testament about that God does use trials mm-hmm. in oh, yeah. our life to test our faith and to prove our faith. And so, you know, I would go kind of go that route. Yeah. Yeah. And so what we have is that I'm going to restore to you. And all right, let me go back to Job. And then right. we'll... we'll what does he do with Job at the end? He restores yeah. everything yeah. he had and plus in, right? yep. abundance, always abundance. Yeah. yeah. Right. So he's a gracious yeah. God. I think the key word for the book of Joel is grace. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it coming in because I read through it a couple, you know, yesterday when we did tape, and then I read through it again really quickly today. Most people would not read mm-hmm. the book of Joel and say, man, it's a book of grace. Mm-hmm. It's actually a book of yeah. grace. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, if God wasn't a, a God of grace, you said it. Yeah. We would all be crispy critters. Yep. That's right. Yep. That's right. Mm-hmm. Closing big thought because Dan is, gave me the, <laughs> he gave me not the finger, but he gave me a finger. Hey. <laughs> Mona? Um, Apparently I got to name you. I know. I've said mine. Oh, really? It's a book of grace. Okay. So I. Grace? But we see- she died 30 years ago. <laughs> So we see. <laughs> um, We've lost it. I know it's been an interesting time. Oh, um, beautiful. Yeah, and so we see here, though, in Joel, as you and you kind of said it, Dan, with the the whole roller coaster analogy. But we see the judgment, but then we see the salvation, mm-hmm. and so in the restoration, as you said, and um, and so see, you get that whole picture here in Joel. And mine's not. Complete. That was mighty short. I know because I, there's much too much going on going for It's inside the room. It's outside the room, y'all. There's a there's a Nerf and Nacho chaos. party going on there's outside like, of this room. Um, no, mine's not all that different from that. I was just thinking about the the similarities in structure and tone between Hosea, which we covered last week, and then Joel. 
Um, you know, neither pull punches. I mean, like, yeah. this is hard-hitting stuff. But then you get to the restoration that says, but, but if you'll just turn back. I had this thought when I was getting ready to come over here. You know, it reminds me, I came home one day, and Savannah was, was fairly little. She was probably 12, maybe 13. She's, just, she's out on the, the back deck just bawling. And I pull up, and I, what what is going on? And she had closed our rickety gate, and the gate broke. And she was just terrified that I was going to come home and be upset with her. And I said, look, whether you close it to her or not, it doesn't matter. I'm not mad. Like, it's not. And, and this is the thing. If we'll but turn back to him, that's what God offers. It because, and only because we're putting on the righteousness of Christ. He says, I don't see any of that. You've come back to me. You've put on the righteousness of Christ. And, and just this overwhelming love for us that we can experience again because now we're heirs with Christ because we've accepted him. You can't just say, I want it and, and turn Christ away, but still expect to, to get, you know, gain any of that. But, but that's what I see is the structure of essentially the parts focused on us are doom and gloom, but God restores. But God always see that. God. Yeah. That's right. Well, I mean, but what does Psalmist say? I put your sins as far as the east yeah. from the west. Mm -hmm. so, I mean, we could, I, I, seriously, this is another one of nights. We could go on for another mm -hmm. right. hour. Yep. Talking about the grace and all that of God. So let's pray, y'all. Father, we love you. Um, Lord, thank you that you are a gracious and merciful, a God with steadfast love, a God that is long-suffering and kind. And, Lord, we need every ounce of that, for we are not good, and we are we are nothing outside of you. So, God, be with us. Um, restore us. Restore the years the locusts have eaten. Mm -hmm. And God, we'll just look to you in all ways and in all times, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I am Hank Meadows, lead pastor of Mary Baptist Church. Got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. We got old pickle eyes over there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to take that, but hey, hey. <laughs> over there, my main man, Dan. So um, that's another one. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. 45 days oh. till I don't know when. <laughs>